this is Kevin Becker. Uh, I'm with MDLM. We're uh, doing Roll and Tow here on Colin Studio uh, and Let's Truck.com uh, for the, what, 70th time maybe on the 25th of January, 2024. We're really happy to be here. And finally, we've got Mike on the line. I went to right. the store the other day, Dottie, and I had a bad experience with the cashier. He said to, to strip down facing me. No, no, he didn't say to strip down. He said put he the, the strip down. He meant the credit card, and I understood. Yes, yes, that was that was. We all heard about that, uh-huh. and it, it, it awkward, awkward. Everybody didn't understand what you were trying to do on one foot. It was kind and, of funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mike, we're we're gonna make it through this. We're all gonna make it through this. No, uh, old age broken feet, uh, and tire wear issues. We will make it through. Um, here on, on this end, I've uh, been working with Goodyear, and let's see, I had training last week with a couple of really great guys, uh, three or four uh, from different ends of the country. Let's see, one was from Missouri, one was from North Carolina, and then there's a son, and there was, anyway, <clears throat> a good good uh, group of people. Uh, going to be two more good public garages. One uh, a mobile operation, completely in your uh, image of uh, take responsibility for yourself, do the work, get it done right. He's been uh, working with fleets and uh, trying to solve their problems for decades and has finally realized that alignment and specifically our version of alignment is what they need. Uh, let's see. Other other news, we've got, uh, well, we're, we're still working on coins. I, I need to, uh, that's going to get out there. It's going to be great. I think everybody's going to be really excited about that. We'll, we'll make ourselves into Scrooge McDucks and have coins that we can dive into, except that they're, they that maybe, now this is what I'm trying to decide, actually. Uh, I'm trying to get these things ready for the Mid-American Truck Show so that if you have had an alignment done by us or by our customers, you can prove it with a worksheet or, a, or an invoice or whatever, um, you would get a coin. You'd get one of these challenge coins. Uh, and I'm trying to decide if it's going to have the Mid-American Truck Show logo on the, on the backside or if it's going to be your portrait. Do you think you need to be on money, Mike? No. No. <laughs> we we can we could just take uh Ulysses B uh, Grant and put him uh on on the backside and who would know well, the would, difference I would, if i had a choice i'd like to have robert redford when he was about 35 about th- yeah but you never looked like him <laughs> let's just put your name under it and that'll be that there you all go. right 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 what uh, and your your i was thinking that your Title then should be founder, but um, we'll, we'll we'll see more about that later. I guess that's interesting. We don't have franchises or anything. We have customers that have just learned to do what we taught them, and uh, the, this is this is our way of really showing appreciation for all the work they do and putting something in the hands of drivers that they that uh, they get to hold on to and show this is what they got done. <clears throat> All right. Now, we don't have any 
calls in, and it's possible the reason we don't have calls in is because nobody knows what number to call. And the one that worked for you was 815-486-3835. Yes, so if anybody has any, any, any questions about tires, broken feet, uh, what side of the strip to put down, or uh, coins, or vibrations, or handling issues, the number to call today is 815-486-3835. And hopefully we, we'll get uh, some people calling in, because that's what kind of show this is, it's a call-in show. Um, so, they, so they changed their platform, is that what you're saying? Well, they've, jumped, they've had to jump back and forth to the technical issues, and now they're, they're in call-in studio. We're on the Trucking Business and Beyond call, not the rolling tow call that we usually get on, uh, to avoid more difficulties. And uh, the number is not the same for reasons that I don't understand. So it, it just is what it is. Well, I tell you what, I'm glad I was young and stupid before there were camera phones. Otherwise, everybody would know me. <laughs> Everybody knows, yes, for what you, what, who you are and what you are. What they know now is your reputation, which had to build up with a series of lies and uh, misconceptions and outright fables. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yeah, so like uh, some people, some people might say that at one time you were growing either a third eye or a horn, and it, it, it stayed that way for years in its in its uh, lack of growth, uh, which I don't know if that, what, who said that says more about uh, the horn or your lack of uh, growth as a, uh, for a third eye. That was the knot on my forehead, right? Forever. You had that thing forever. Yeah. How, how, uh, how, when did you get it? What, what hit, what other than a frying pan hit you in the head enough to put a knot there right in the middle of the forehead? It was not getting hit. It was a fatty cyst. It was just it, really. Yeah, and the and I had a surgeon remove it. That's right. I, I find it hard to believe that nobody hit you. But well, I didn't. Nobody hit me. <laughs> it was that. It was that. It was just a. It was. It was. Yeah. So unfortunately, there was no horn there. Nope. All right. Well, that's life. All right. So you've made it through that. You made it through the kidney issue many, many years ago. You made it through uh, how many different forms of cancer? Oh, forms of cancer, probably five. Five different forms in- of uh, incidents? Incidents of cancer, closer to 10 or 11. 10 or 11 incidents of cancer. And you, you managed to break your leg walking the dog. But it didn't take you out. It just delayed you. And I broke my finger taking out the trash. Taking out the trash. Taking out the trash. Walking the dog. These are the, the cancer can't do it. Um, but the dog and the trash. I have yeah. become a fall hazard. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think we, we should have recognized that probably two years ago. But yeah, it's true. As soon as you started working Birkenstocks regularly, I think we all should have recognized this man's about to be a fall hazard. Yeah. But. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. We got now. You've had a couple magazines. I had another one to bring over to you, HDT, but I didn't get I'm it. Those, those are the transport topics magazines mm-hmm. at HDT, and I've looked through those things. And and to tell you the truth, I haven't found anything interesting in any of them. Isn't that a thing? And now that's you would think in this age of uh, 
dying media that the magazines that are left would be interesting because okay. it's either that or everybody stops reading it. But uh, yeah. that hasn't proven the case. The publishing or the things that their big corporate uh, advertisers want published. Yes, yes. Things that just keep you printed. Right. Yeah. I see what you're saying. All right. Well, that's that's a that's a problem for that that their industry. Now you yeah. mentioned transport topics. That's a that's the publication of the American Trucking Association. It's a very large yeah. lobbying group, and uh, they they're one of their arms is the the maintenance council. Right. Um, or no, they changed the name of it. Um, Technology and maintenance. Right. Council TMC. Right. 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 Right, and that um, that had been no, that was I'm sorry, I was, I was saying that was a that was a way that you got introduced to starting to do the radio, but that wasn't you introduced them to doing the radio. That's correct. I was invited on to the Dave Nemo show. Correct. By listeners of Dave Nemo because he'd had me on as a guest, mm-hmm. and we had a great time. And he says I need more technical expertise on the radio, and so I said, well, let's go to the TMC, and they got they got technical experts, and so. I introduced them to it. Right, right. Before that, they really didn't have any actual interest in uh, the before then. They hadn't expressed much interest at all in the owner-operator arena. It was all about fleets at 10 and up. Right. And right. that been their whole focus. It's still mainly about fleets. Mainly, yeah. Because an owner-operator, even us, even our small business, it's a major decision to go to a TMC meeting. Right. Because you have pay significant amount of money to become a member. Then you have to pay a significant amount of money to go to their resort area, pay for a week's worth of hotels, your transportation, your lodging, and the meeting costs. And so for that week, you don't make any money. Right. Now, a state can afford to send one of their people and amortize that down, but an owner-operator can't be out of business for a week. Completely out of their ballpark. Right. Right. So that's those other organizations, OIDA, Let's Trek.com, and other organizations have been helping owner operators this time. It's, it was interesting, though. The, the, the Technology and Maintenance Council, they don't just uh, provide information for fleets, they provide information relevant to everybody that works on trucks. <laughs> So that was that, that was why it was. It's, I, I think, as far as I know, it's still valuable to have them around. This has been since what year was that? Oh four, oh five. Well, it was before then. First time I went to a maintenance council meeting was probably in '96. No, no, I mean since I've been on the radio talking to owner operators. It was oh three, oh four. Oh three, oh four. So the twenty years. A 20-year uh, relationship uh, it was started because uh, you said, hey, we, you should talk to them. Yep. Uh, very interesting, uh, I think. That, that, yes, that uh, also was right about the time you started about 20 years of talking to people on the radio. And since '09, I think, we've been working with uh, Kevin here and Let's Trek, and uh, that's been a, an even bigger experience because uh, previous to that, nobody would have heard these kinds of conversations from us. It was all very dry. Um, <laughs> we didn't it's get enough time. Dry. What's that? It's still dry. It's still dry. It's still dry. Yeah. 
And it's, it's sometimes a little blue, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, we've been talking a little bit here. It's 11.35 our time, and we've got about a half hour left before I need to go. Um, but we haven't got any calls yet. So let's see if we can get somebody to call that number, which is 815-486-3835. I'll read it one more time, 815-486-3835, for their questions on tire wear handling, uh, the, the vibrations typically. Uh, the problems they're having with their truck, their cane, their walker, um, whatever it is they're using to get around. Mike might have some input on that. Now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm using an office chair with those five wheels on the bottom, you know, like you have in every office. Mm -hmm. And I get on that and Dottie pulls me around the house. Right, right. Does it, see, I should know, Mike has been a lot more... Uh, Congenial because not only does she have the frying pans in the kitchen, which is you know it's a great room design, it's connected to the to the living room. So he already had to be careful. But now when he's in that chair, well the stairs to the basement are right there. So just keep her happy, or there's a, there's a another fall coming your way. Yeah, that could be a major one. <laughs> right. And also right, no. oops. <laughs> oh dear. Mm -hmm. And I. I'll have to get another call to help you back up the stairs. <laughs> Things yeah. happen. These well, I'm wondering, if we, I'm wondering if we even have listeners. But I, I, I'm sure there are listeners because the app still works. It's just that the button on the app doesn't work. And that's got to be a lot less convenient for somebody that's driving because I can't just tap the button and get right to us. They'd have to yeah. dial in this number that I'm giving out. And... Uh, that means getting the, the in, in the case of modern phones, getting the phone app on your phone to come up and dial in the new number where this is just not something that people normally have to do. You just say what you want and it happens. Yeah. Right. What a world. What a crazy world we live in. Yep. While I'm hanging around here for this time and I can't get out of the house, I think I'm going to do some cooking. Really? How to cook. Yeah. And, and I got a cookbook that says you use the smoke detector in your house as the uh, timer. The timer, right. You know, I, I think uh, from my youth, I remember you doing that, although I don't think it was intentional. <laughs> well, I, gonna... I think you discovered, you discovered that technique at one time. Yeah, the book <laughs> says that when the smoke detector goes off, you need 10 more minutes. 10 more minutes. That sounds about right. Yeah, that's <laughs> how it tasted. Yep. All right, I've got a uh, a caller in oh, that, wow. that managed to get get through this uh, this this here fan dangled thing. Let's uh, let's hear what this guy with the seven three two area code has to say. Are you there? So I, I'm here. Are you guys there? We are here. I land. You are there. Okay. All right. Well, that's pretty darn good. So I'm gonna ask a question. I don't know if you'll have an answer, but I'm sure you'll have some input. But about a year ago or so, I think you guys started talking about different types of steering mechanisms. And I'm thinking it was like about electric steering or electric assist. Yep. That's yep. a new one, yeah. Okay, <clears throat> so I'm, I'm curious if you've heard anything the last, uh, the last year on any of it, but 
you know, the last two weeks in some parts of the country, the weather was really shitty, roads really bad, ice, snow, temperatures really bad, you know, down low. Do you know if that made any effect to drivers? I mean, their handling, the way they feel it, or did it have any effect on the equipment itself? Have you heard anything? I haven't gotten any feedback on that in the last two weeks. But uh, for that, I think um, that roll assist, roll stability assist, is the thing that's been that's been most helpful for for unstable conditions like that. Uh, now, as far as what the electrical what assist called, is going Kevin? to do, what's that? What was that called? Roll stability assist. It's a, it uses the brakes and power at all six positions to assure that the vehicle is still stable. I mean, it's got its problems too, but this is the, the conditions that it's supposed to be doing its best work. Okay, okay, let me okay. let me talk a little bit about that. Sure. There's two systems we're talking about now, roll stability and electric assisted power steering. Right, two different roll things. Roll stability system ties the steering into a computer that can control individual wheel brakes. And if you turn the steering wheel too far above a certain speed, the computer will start applying brakes to prevent a rollover. Right. Okay? Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. The electric steering system is an override on top of a conventional steering gearbox that helps direct the wheels and bring you back to an artificial center. The problems we've had with that is if something changes in the lower suspension, that changes the position of the steering wheel, the electric steering system can't figure out what's going on. It countersteers it and you wind up wiping out your tires. Right, it's still, it's using sensors to tell it what straight ahead is that may have nothing to do with what your alignment is. So it decides straight ahead is this, and it can't be as far, well, I can't say that. At the time that we were looking into this last summer, early fall, uh, the, the customer we were dealing with could not recalibrate their system so that they would they could stop it from wiping out their tires. I mean, the, the handling was great. It drove nice and straight, but because of the, the changes that it had been making, it was uh, wiping out tires. Is that the, system able to be turned off, do you know? We don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you'd have to remove it. But, again, it's, it's all... Some of the other systems, you know, the the um, automatic braking or whatever they call all that new technology, I don't have any of it. And one of the reasons I don't have it is because I don't like it. But all those, you know, bells and all going off if you're driving too close, they say, I believe right. those are able to be turned off. And since you're talking about this steering being electronic portion, I was wondering if that could be turned off and then give you back your regular power steering, but without the extra sensors doing its gig. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. That might be one of the problems that they're having. So, again, it's all it's all prototype. It's all early stage. So we'll, we'll see what happens with all this stuff later on. It does, it does have a – go ahead. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this. Since you were talking earlier about coins, uh-huh. and you – you both just told me that you don't know if that system could be turned off. Uh, I'm going to say that I just stumped the chumps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> coin. 
Yes. And if you stump the chump and you're a customer, you get a coin. <laughs> All right. Well, if I see you at the Mid-America Truck Show, I'll give you what we got. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot because all that new inf- all that new technology is usually always years of problems before it gets settled out. Yes. Very true. Okay. Thanks, yeah. guys. Appreciate what you do. All right, you thank you. Buddy. All right. Yep, bye. Okay. I dropped a call. Did I drop you, Mike? No, I'm here. Okay. All right. Then I dropped the right one. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. That was uh, the first call for the day at about 15-ish minutes left. Uh, the number here is, uh, what did I say that was? Now i got to find it again. Hold on. 815-486-3835. If you can stump the chumps or if you have any other input on anything we've been talking about uh, or you have a new tire wear problem or handling issue that you need dealt with, we're here. <laughs> All right. Um, anything to add on the, on the, on the last uh, call? No, he's he's right. All the new technology tends to come out. It's like they brought out a new model car. And, yep. and the thing talk from day one is never buy a new car in the first year. Right. Let somebody else figure out the problem. So let them find all the, you know, work out all the gremlins, and then uh, by the fourth or fifth year, hopefully everything will be working just fine, which is uh, pretty crazy for an industry that's trying to earn money with these things. Yeah. So, yeah, we, uh, you can go backwards to a vehicle that annually steered even, and uh, it has uh, all the uh, no brakes on the steer axle, and has uh, an, an old cat in it with no uh, electronics on it, and you can still, you know, drive that thing and, and even make money on it if you uh, if you know what you're doing. And uh, knowing what you're doing at that point could be something that the driver could do. <clears throat> Whereas today, knowing what you're doing means knowing where you can take the vehicle to get it fixed. Uh, all right. I have another call. We'll see what this uh, 912 has to say about one of these topics. Hello, 912. Yes, sir. Uh, my name is Hal. I'm from uh, Georgia. Uh, I have one of those trucks you mentioned about the steering. It's a 24 Kenworth. Uh, it's got a 4,000 gallon tank on the. It, it's a it's a straight truck. And it, the tank sits on the frame, and uh, okay. if I go around the curve uh, too far, too much, and it leans to a certain point, it would automatically apply the brakes. Yep. And I I I'm in some heavy rain in Georgia today, and. I had something happen this morning that has never happened before. I come around the curve, and there was a. It was on the bottom of a hill, and the water had run down the hill and puddled on the right side. And I didn't see it until I come around. There's a curve there, and uh, it caught caught my wheel and turned it a little bit. And I brought it back, and it hit the brakes. And I don't know mm-hmm. if it took a lean to that point or if it sensed that my steering changed very quickly. I don't know why it put on brakes, but it did. Yep. Was, yep. was the application of the brakes beneficial to you, or you wish it hadn't done that? Well, I, I'm used to having, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm accustomed to having control, and right. that is it, something I'll have to, you know, get get accustomed to. I'm okay. just, um, it's something I'm learning, but sometimes 
like, like this morning when it's wet, and maybe it's not a good idea to apply the brakes. Uh, you, you, uh, you could start a skid even if, if the tires were turning. Uh, you could start a skid in a curve if the ground's wet. So, um, hmm. yep. Something else I want to ask you about. I've got a uh, on this truck. It's governed. It, it's a company truck. It's governed at 68, and I have some Bridgestone tires, the big uh, 315s on the front, and they have a 68 mile per hour maximum speed printed on the sidewall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what would happen if uh, I, you know, fell off a hill with a load and and I went over 68? All right. You need to understand what a speed rating is on a tire. Okay. The okay. federal government establishes the rules. And then all the tire manufacturers have to abide by it. And they've got a machine and they've got a testing procedure. And what the rule is, is that they put that tire on that machine and they run it at a specific speed and it doesn't fail. Then the tire manufacturer is guaranteeing the government and the public that tire can run at that speed if it's properly inflated and loaded for a continuous 47 and a half hours without it destroying itself. Now, I don't think you're going to go downhill at 72 miles an hour for 47 and a half hours. Right. <laughs> How about that? Okay. So, so there's a, there's a race yeah, down in Daytona called uh, 24 Hours of Daytona. I think it's a, I can't remember which series it is that races that, but uh you, they, they they only raise for 24 hours, so that's pretty impressive <laughs> to get a tire running for 48 hours straight. And they switch drivers like three times or right. six times, I think. Anyway, all right, go on. So minor minor exceeding that for five or ten minutes is no big deal. Okay. Well, it might downhill uh, the most uh, – I work in the southeast, so at the most downhill, I'll have maybe two or three miles. Yeah, I, I wouldn't get excited about it. You obviously try okay. to keep it because you don't want to lose control going downhill too fast. But well, damaging I, I would, the air is going to be an issue. I, I wouldn't have that uh, issue if I'm empty because I, I, I don't accumulate that much speed on the downhill. But a right. but loaded, uh, loaded truck, and I sure don't want to blow a steer tire with a loaded truck. No, no. Yeah. So you, you should properly inflate you should be all right. Yep. Okay. All right. Well thank you very much. And, and you gentlemen have a good day. All right, you, you too. Okay. Right. Okay. So that's uh that's a, a couple of good calls here and it feels like uh a normal everyday show after after getting a couple of good calls and everything going right in the way it's supposed to. Very happy about that. <laughs> yep. yeah. All right. So, uh, uh, this phone's making noises. Okay. Let's see. And then again, if anybody else, any, uh, we got about ten. No, yeah, about ten minutes here. Anybody wants uh, has any good questions for you? The the number here is eight one five four eight six three eight three five. And remember, this is this is uh, one of the few times that Mike gets to interact with people because he's stuck in his house and. Uh, he, he he can't even walk around the house and even harass the old lady when he wants to. He's got to groan and cry and uh, try to get her sympathy. So if you do have any questions for Mike, remember to call. Uh, again, the number is 815-486-3835. Uh, all right. 
<laughs> the thing I like the thing I like about being in the house like this is is we have sex almost every day. Okay? We almost have it on, we almost have it on Tuesday. We almost have it on Wednesday. Uh, you know, that's really the last thing I need to hear about from one of my parents. Um uh, all right. Uh yeah. So we're here uh, a few more minutes here. I uh, you got um I was thinking I was thinking about what he was saying there and I was thinking about uh like you said, if, if you hit the brakes, especially if you're going down, especially if you got a load, you are applying a lot more weight to the steer than mm-hmm. when you're sitting on a scale. Mm-hmm. So they, they already know in a lot of these conditions, there's going to be a lot more weight and speed and uh, distortion on these tires than in 95% of the time the vehicle's driving. 99%. And it's, it's always been able to accommodate that. Uh, almost always. I mean, there's, there's going to be, there are going to be blowouts, but uh, we do get through these experiences without blowouts. So they must be doing something. Right. Yep. Tires are pretty tough. Yeah. They are. They've, they've gotten much better over the years. Actually, is that true? Are the tires today, the radial tires, better or tougher tires than the old bias ply tires? Absolutely. The bias ply Absolutely. tires. Absolutely. We, we got 50 to 70,000 miles on a truck bias ply tire. With four or five flats during that period of time, we think we did pretty good. Now we expect to wow. get 200,000 miles with no flats. Never get a flat. Right. You're right about that. Yeah, you really do have to abuse a tire to end up seeing it blow, even if you didn't know you abused it. And well, the, the, the TPMS systems are quite a, uh, an improvement on that. If you, if you never knew that your tires were deflating, then you'd never know why you had a blowout. But if you have a TPMS system, you'll you'll identify it before it happens. You almost never have a blowout if you're able to identify when the tires losing pressure. Yep. So that, yeah, very interesting. And 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 back then with the bias ply tires, they were they were seeing blowouts regardless no, or, or flats regardless. Flat I'm sorry, yes, flats. Right, and it's not because the, the, the fabric is getting pierced. There's 14 plies of fabric, even in the sidewall. I'm going to assume they're going flat because of an issue right there at the bead. No, they More get nails. often than not. No, they get nails in them. Get nails. They're ah. doing nail pairs. Steel ah. is nearly the amount of punctures. I see. Very interesting. Very interesting. So they were, they were just uh, inviting uh, punctures into these... Into these uh, it's sort of a rubber and fabric ply that you've mm-hmm. got there. They're just inviting punctures, whereas a steel belted radial roller rolling along is much tougher and spits away many of the, the nails unless they get it right. Right. Okay. Very interesting. Very interesting. So, so yes, these are sometimes these improvements that they make to our trucks, unlike DEF, are real improvements. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yep. Um, all right. So again, we got just a few more minutes. If anybody has another uh, question or call, again, the number is eight one five four eight six three eight three five. It should be on a topic like tire wear, handling, vibrations. It could be on a topic like getting around the house with a broken leg. Um, and if it's out of our uh, bailiwick, off, uh, not in our wheelhouse. We might just make up an answer, and it'll be up to you to figure out whether it was fiction or not. Right. Um, 
Right. So is there anybody? So we've got uh, just a couple minutes here. All right. What, what can we expect uh, this next week? Do you, do you have any new plans? Let's say by then you will have turned a new age. Yes. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. What will I have? I don't know. What, I don't know. What, what is this? I changed my studio. I don't have a calendar in my studio anymore. Uh, it is Thursday, January 25th. So 74. You'll be 74. No, no, it'll be the, it'll be the first. You won't be you won't be 74. You'll still be 74. You'll still be 74. Until Saturday the third. Saturday the third, the day after Groundhog Day. So if you if you don't end up in some kind of a temporal uh, loop uh, on Groundhog's Day, and you make it to February third. You'll turn 75. I feel like I've been in a temporal loop for the last three weeks stuck in this house. (laughs) Well, the pain gets better and better, though. Well, that's true. All right. We have one more call. Uh, Let's take care of this one, and then we'll we'll be done with our our, our day. Okay, 214. Howdy. That's me. How are you going there? Hop along casually. (laughs) Yes, sir. So on my new trailer I got towards the end of last year, it has those new... Alcoa aluminum rims. Sure. I, I, run, I, I ran in uh, dual tires. I ran on, in shitty weather the other day. And then when I get home, yeah, I live in Oklahoma, so they put sand and whatever shit they can find on the road. Mm-hmm. So when yeah. I get home, and yesterday I go out and look on the back axle, both wheels, that, that lip they have now to catch that aerodynamic Oh, yeah. People put on, yep. it's just cake, solid, full of mud and sand and crap. Right, scrape it out. Yeah, but now are you? I do are have the. I an, do have the. Go ahead. Are you keeping an eye on the inner rims to make sure that those lips aren't breaking off? Uh, as of the uh, two weeks ago, when I was underneath there, and yep. I, I had been looking, but I hadn't seen any problems. But good. Um, All right. Uh, a friend of mine who got a trailer a month before me, he mm-hmm. got the old style wheels, and I got the new mm-hmm. style wheels. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'll 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 hop under them to make sure they they're not coming apart. But so far, yeah. no problems. But no problem. I got the um, I got the bearings on the balance balance masters. I got them on there as well, mm-hmm. and I, I did I did put the angle on only on the outer edge of the axle to stiffen it up. Yeah, so, yeah. that help. Haven't seen any funky wear pattern evolving yet, but I'll have to go look at my book to see how many miles. Of, I will admit uh, there's a couple of times I've been a little fat back there, but mm-hmm. uh, ha- haven't seen any funky tire wear showing up yet. Good. Well, that's that should help protect those rims too. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah. Uh, the, just that uh, that groove in, in it yesterday, it was just cake full of mud and sand. Mm-hmm. And Go out there with a screwdriver to clean it out. Or a hose. I, I was, I was, hosing, I was hosing some of the the sand and crap off because I, I got 16 miles of rural roads to deal with to get to my house, and, <laughs> and it showed. And we got a lot of oil field trucks, so the mud all over the road. And uh, so I was just, I was hosing some of the mud off, and it's like, well, I might as well scrape all that crap out because that's not going to do much for the balancing, I don't think. No, no, it throws it right off, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> But that's the good. That's the that's the advantage to having those uh, balance masters out there. Is you you are 
that's going to, you're going to keep collecting that stuff. So that will help keep it balanced while you're driving. Yeah. So All right. I, I, learned, I learned something this week. I'm going to have to pay attention to that. So, yeah. Yep. Okay. Carry on. All right. Thank you. Thank Thanks you, for calling. Right we do have, again, one, one last call or another call. Uh, the 719 area code. We'll go ahead and pick that up right now. And uh, what's going on? Hey, thanks, 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 guys, for being there. Uh, sorry to get a, a last second here. No um, problem. Uh, I'd say, uh, you know, great show, break a leg, but uh, not a good <laughs> idea. Great show, Biz. Thanks, thanks for what you do. Hey, um, I got I, I to admit I went to TA for a quick uh, kingpin job, and uh, – only six months later, it seems like it's gone bad. Is there any reason behind that? Could you imagine? Well, what do you mean? It, it's got loose. It's it's loose. They they jacked it up and they lifted up the wheel and uh, both wheels and they had movement. Okay. Uh, which way? Up and down. In and out. Okay. Up and down. The, the up and down. Yeah. Yes. That's, that means they didn't put the right number of shims in. Right. There's a different problem. It's not a bad. It's not a not as bad a problem as in and out. Um, it, 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 it doesn't concern us as far as alignment goes. That you have up and down movement in the kingpin. It it could change. Let's say what what's uh, what would you say is the the worst effect of that, Mike? It would change toe. That will change toe. Yeah, up and down will change toe. In and out will huh. change toe. Both of them will do it. I so what I'm. If it, I'm sorry. If it was just in and out at the top, if you grabbed it and shook it in and out, oftentimes you can go in and tighten up the draw key a little bit, and sometimes that'll take care of it. But if it's pure up and down, they just didn't put the right number of shims in when they put it together. That's what I was thinking. Right. Wow. Wow, you're awesome. Hey, uh, two more quickies, uh, real quick. How do I find uh, the MD alignments near Dallas, Texas? <clears throat> Well, go to com. The same way you find the MD alignments in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. All right, you one more. Web, you go to our website. It's mdalign.com. There's a U.S. map on that page. You pick the state you want, and it shows you the alignment shops in that state. Thank you so much. Now, once I do well, find the location that's convenient for me, and I can give mm -hmm. time to get in there right away, for something that I just described, uh, mm -hmm. would it be an all-day deal or something I could get in and out? Kind of well, that, that depends. That depends on the shop. Some of those shops are only doing alignment; they're not doing repairs. So you need to call them and tell them no. what the problem is and see if they're willing to tackle it. Okay. No, I think it means the kingpin. I understand yeah. that. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Some of the shops don't do kingpins. Right. Now, yeah, I see. If you came to me with that problem, I would try to loosen the draw key out, jack the kingpin up without complete disassembly, and slip some more shims in and then put the kingpin back down. If that succeeded, if we were able to do that, that could be a fairly quick three or four-hour job. If things didn't go right, it could turn into an all-day job. Okay. I was thinking the shims would go at the bottom. You're saying that it's the way, way I heard that. It seemed like they go at the top. No, they go in the bottom, but you got to jack the kingpin up toward the top to clear so you can slip the shims in next to the thrust bearing at the bottom. Right. Okay. All right, All right. sir. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good luck to you. Thank you for calling. 
thank everybody for listening. Uh, and uh, we'll be back uh, the the last show that Mike is seventy four years old, uh, right. February first of twenty. Put that. You uh, we'll I'll talk to you uh, sometime. Probably find you at the bottom of the stairs or wherever. Uh, let me know if you've been stuck in the basement for a while, and I'll have a word with Daddy. Right. <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. Bye.